All right, all right, all right. How's everybody doing on this beautiful, beautiful? Um, what is it? What is it? A Wednesday? A Wednesday? A t- Tuesday? I don't even fucking know. It it is a Wednesday. I hope everybody's having a beautiful day. It's a lot going on in the world right now, but hey, we out here living. Um, actually, it's a lot going on in the states. I ain't gonna really say the world, even though the coronavirus is still a serious thing, people, but. The states, well, our president just got impeached uh, again, and that's new. I don't think I ever seen a president get impeached twice, but, hey, I don't really be delving too deep into the politics and all that. I paid attention like crazy when the election was happening and all that, and, hey, as it went on, it went on. But... If y'all hear music in the background, it's because I'm actually recording this in a studio. And that is fire. That is fire. It's been a couple... I I done recorded this in my grandmother's house, in my my room, in my house, uh, on the fly in my car and all that. Your boy has moved up to a studio. This is crazy. I I don't know if y'all can tell, but the smile that's grinning across my face. And mostly, I would say this is... <clears throat> this is because of me having good relationships with a great friend of mine, uh, Brad. Y'all seen him on the podcast before and all that. And y'all know that he's a music executive. Um, I mean, he has his own music things that's going on. And from that... You can see that he has access to a studio. And he was like, right. You know what, bro? I know I know you be doing this podcast a while and all that. I know COVID been crazy. But he was like, you know what? Hop with me, dude. Get in the studio. And you can do your podcast in the studio. I was like, seriously? Now, he told me this like a couple, a couple months ago. But... Like COVID ramped up and they were shutting shit down. So <clears throat> I don't know what's going on with my voice today, but they they were shutting shit down and they were like constantly like things happened differently in New Orleans. Like we 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 get shit going and then shit pop right back down. So he hit me up like like last week. He was like, bro, we talked about the studio thing for you to do your podcast. And I was like, you right. I was like, you right. I can't say you wrong about that. He was like, nigga, when you want to come in and do it? I was like, you know what? This week. This week. Pencil me in for Wednesday. Pulled up. And as you can see, here I am. Now, that was my little soliloquy of how this happened. How your boy has went from in his grandmother's house to his, uh, to his room to... To a whole bunch of other things till now in a full fledged studio and all that. So it I would show y'all the whole thing, but most of y'all listen on audio. It's like a three section studio. This is ten this is the green room and all that that I'm in because we got a recording studio on that side and another one that way and it's crazy. And honestly, the some of the music I'm hearing, shit's actually fire. Alright, shit is fire. I like it. I think it's a little tight being in the studio. But on to the business of the day to get started with the 
with the real shit. Now, have y'all heard? Like, I, I, I don't know how many of y'all watch Power and all that. Honestly, I kind of fell off with Power because it, it just, I don't know. It just wasn't what it was to me when it first started. But, bruh, 50 Cent, man. Now, my own personal story with 50 Cent is, like, I love 50. 50 is, like, that That was the first album that I ever bought was Get Rich, Die Trying. And after that, it was uh, uh, T-Pain Epiphany. I don't know if I said that on here before or what, but that is one of my favorite albums ever was Get Rich. I love it. I love it. Partially because I bought it and with my own money at the time, but it's an amazing album. So, 50, not, I remember uh, a couple weeks ago, Rick Ross saying on the I Am Athlete podcast, if y'all haven't started watching that, you should. We got Brandon Marshall, Channing Crowder, Chad Ochocinco, Chad, aka Chad Johnson, and Fred Taylor. They got all of them on there and they, they discuss things happening in the world and of course the world of football how to like impart game on to the young football players and all that type shit and plus Brandon got his own thing uh with house of athlete and all that but it's a great great thing so Rick Ross was on them talking a little spicy about 50 you know him and 50 don't like each other so he, he's sitting there like, ah, 50 haven't made a hit since and all this shit. He was, you know, talking that cloth talk. And he partially has a point, but uh, 50 did great with a uh, Pop Smoke album I thought was great. And he did this new song that he dropped with NLE Chopper. All right, look at me. And those of y'all who can't look at me, I fucking love that song. That song, it it gives me it, it's like a laid back, like it's like a laid back vibe. Like you just hearing the, uh, you know, it it reminds me of uh, it reminds me of hated or love it. Like how it was like if you was in your car and hated or love it was playing, it reminds me like you know when he talking about hated it or love it underdogs on top and I'm gonna shine home until my heart stops it envy me and it and you just sitting like like you know you ain't doing nothing crazy you not getting amped you just you just going to the floor of the beat and all that and it's just like they lulling you to a place and I fucking love that song bruh like 50 the evolution of 50 cent is crazy I don't think many people know how crazy it is. The the evolution of 50 Cent is he he goes from like entrenched deeply into the music game and I'm not about to get into all the all the constant like you know the stuff with him and Murder Inc the shit before all that like when he got shot and all that. I'm talking about literally the evolution of 50 Cent the artist. He has went from like making platinum albums to then and what he did when uh when he had that beef with Kanye when he had the what people didn't understand that that beef with Kanye I don't think that album from 50 was really great I I thought it was like man it's some mid to me 
right? Uh, nah, it had like what? It had like two, two or three joints on there, but on a twenty-song album, nah, nah, it ain't great. So what he did, he pitted himself against Kanye West to to sell to sell the shit out the album, and that's what people don't understand. Remember what he said? He was like, if if Kanye West sells more than me, I'm retired. Come on now. You telling me that ain't going to pique your interest at the time of it? Uh, Kanye was just entering his hot streak. And 50 is on the tail end of his. So it it was like, 50 was like, I I know what I'm going to do. That's why he's like the master of beef. Like he used it to manipulate the market into buying Something that probably wasn't going to sell crazy. Yeah, I don't think it was going to sell crazy. I think it was just going to be... It was going to be a flop for 50 Cent. But instead, <clears throat> he moved it to where it he pitted against Kanye. And people that didn't like Kanye bought 50 shit. And because they didn't like Kanye. So he brought that. And then with the beef with Rick Ross and all that. But even though that's serious. And then... On to making television. Now Rick Ross, and I, I like Ross. I like Ross. In in his own right, he's a, a really good rapper. I'm not gonna say great because I reserve that for the like the ultimate lyricist. But Rick Ross is like, if you're not talking great, he's the next one below that. In like in lyric and just a rapper. And a businessman. Now, he is a great businessman. He's finessed his, like, not even finessed, just, like, maneuvered his way in the corporate world that was amazing. Like, so both of them, nobody's really losing, but I was just, if I'm just on 50 right here, 50 has created shows. He had the entire network of stars in the palm of his hand because of power. Because when power, the first... The first season of Power was so huge in the not just black community, but but like the the writing of the show was so great that niggas was like, oh, oh, this show gangster. And then you got when you could hit all demographics, the the show was huge. It was the only show on stars. It was the only show on stars. Now of course I don't watch stuff on stars before, like Spartacus and stuff like that. But Power was another level. It was another level. So it was good to to see that. And then he goes, not only does power, but then he he does for life. Uh, he did Fifty Central. Like he that that is a true creative. If y'all want to know what a true creative is, now Fifty may not look like a true creative, or may not act like one. But his actions show what a true creative is. Everywhere 50 Cent goes, he creates another masterpiece. And it, it just doesn't wane. And that that show, Raising Canaan, that he about to do, now I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. Because so far, I like what, what the song was and, and how they was doing the video, how they played some clips from the show in the thing. So I'm going to watch it. I'm gonna watch because I support 50, and I like 50. And he's one of my favorite rappers of all time. Now I'm not gonna talk about best, cause I don't think he's one of the best. I he's one of my favorite to ever listen to. Like I'm telling you, get rich, 
one of my favorite albums. Like it. My girl asked me the other day, like, what's your what's your favorite? Cause we was, we was talking about it, and she was like, what's your favorite albums? Cause she was saying hers, and I was like, man, your shit is trash. Now one of my favorites, you already know, cause I'm talking about them. Get rich, Fifty Cent. Uh, you got Get Rich, uh, Kendrick Lamar, Good Kid, Mad City. I, I think that was amazing. And then you got Drake. But see, with Drake, I'm going... I want to say views from Drake. Because view, I, I think a lot of people slept on views. Because views was so good. Views was so good. Like, one of my favorite... I, I, have, I don't think... I think Views had probably one or two skippable songs. Maybe. Maybe it's about what type of mood you in for them to be skippable. But that that's it. Like Western Road Flows and uh keeping the family close. Dog, them them shits was like album smashes to me. Like I was like, man, I was listening to it, I was like, nigga, is this shit charting? Because this nigga is a smacking on here. Now of course you got the before then you got the thank me laters. You got you got if you reading this it's too late. So Drake Drake catalog is so retarded that I don't I don't know. I don't know. I wanna just put Drake in the album thing because that encompasses all his albums. And for me Lil Wayne Carter too Car not I'm born in Louisiana, I I'm born in Louisiana, so it, it's like entrenched in me, but not even, uh, this ain't even on no hometown shit, this is literally just on like, Wayne at the time was the best rapper alive, and couldn't nobody say nothing to, to dispute it, because when he dropped the Carter 2 and the Carter 3, sweet Jesus, this city was rocking. This state was rocking. The whole fucking, like, this nigga was going crazy. The, like, I'm telling when he came out with Fireman, I was like, are you kidding me? I was like, you kidding me? Like, Wayne, you dropping Fireman? And this guy, he ain't never put a shirt on since. Didn't, haven't put a shirt on since Fireman. He stayed. Wayne stay half naked all the time. Wayne walk anywhere, shirt off. That's how he going. Shirt off, shawty. Like anywhere, anywhere he goes, if what that man doing? Ah, let me take my shirt off first. Let's go. Look at the Amelie video. <laughs> Look at the Amelie video, bro. Constant. I I love that. I, I'm I'm gonna get back to y'all on the rest of them, but man, that. That's some of my favorite music right there. And I'll tell you what people really sleeping on. Uh, Tory Lanez. Tory, I know I know he had the situation with Megan Thee Stallion. And I think we all waiting for that in court. We we kind of all are and see what's going to happen with that. Because you got some people sitting there saying uh, he didn't shoot her and stuff. Nah, I'm not about to say he didn't shoot her. And I'm not about to say he didn't shoot her. I'm not about to say any of that. Whatever happened, uh, I know my mo- my mother used to always uh, 
used to always quote, I'm pretty sure it's from the Bible, what's done in the dark will come to the light. So we all going to see what's going to happen at some place. But hey, till then, yeah. That that Tory Lane, ah, Daystar, they, people were saying Daystar was really good. I heard a couple songs off Daystar. I don't know, it was like, from what I heard. But that loner, uh, the he calling it a capsule. He calling, he calling it a capsule. But I don't care what you call that thing. All I know is heat on them. It's straight heat. In that whole that whole little project is straight heat. Like I was like Tory, and the thing is, I wasn't even a Tory fan. I I wasn't even a Tory Lanez fan. I was just like. I remember my brother telling me about Tory Lanez. I was like, ah, mm, I don't really give a shit. Nah, he's okay and stuff like that. But, nigga, that loner thing was fire. If you haven't listened to it, go listen to Loner. Because I, I don't even know what else to tell y'all. Because it, it, it was so good. They they got a song. I, I think I'm... I don't think I skipped the song on there. And maybe if I go back, maybe if I go back through it, because I that was my first time listening to the project, that, hey, it was good. And I didn't skip it because I was like, yeah, I don't know what song. Maybe I'll skip one song, but they got a song called on there, Abandoned Man. Like, man, I was I was in there. I, I work out to that shit. I work out to that shit now. Because Tory did such a, a good job with it. So it is it's constant. It's give and take with that because I know a lot of people don't like him right now. But, hey, he made good music. He made good music. And the thing is, we done kind of, I, I think people done hit the, hit the, like, the button on, like, when a person, it's always production versus problems versus production if you have the production you're it's a, you can make more problems because look at look at football in this in this scenario when a, a player is a problem the NFL will tolerate it enough because it delivers with their production now when they're when their production no longer equals the amount of tolerance that you have, then you have an issue. And that's one of how you see some of these players go out the league. Now, look at Kareem Hunt. Now, Kareem Hunt has had problems. Uh, he had that thing with, uh, I think it was a white female that he, like, you know, punched in the face. Like, they, they was... I remember that video. I remember that video now. Yeah, I do. Like, she was doing all kinds of shit. But no, he, you can't strike her. You can't do that. Like, that's one thing that you can't do. Now, you can walk the fuck away and shit, but she got, <laughs> she got cracked. She got cracked in it way. It ain't funny. It ain't funny. That's fucked up. He, he, shouldn't have, he shouldn't have hit her. He shouldn't have hit her because in that situation, you have to walk away. Because you you not only protecting them but you protecting yourself because at the end of the day you the one that's gonna fuck up your draft shit so hey you you gotta know what situations you can put yourself in but 
Kareem Hunt ended up getting another chance. He got another chance, and he made he's making the best of that chance right now with the Cleveland Browns in the playoffs. So you you really can't say like production versus time because he had that one incident, but he's producing. So that in turn gave him like you know it gave him another shot. Look at one of the most famous stories, Lawrence Taylor. Arguably the best I I'm not even going to say defense. I'm talking about arguably one of the best greatest players of all time, Lawrence Taylor. If he if he not one, if he not two, he three. I don't think you can find me five better players than Lawrence Taylor. In history, in, in NFL history, I don't think it's been five. I don't think it's been five. If he's not the, the best, he's the second best, or he's the third best. Like I And after that, after that, you lost me. Because the only people you can put ahead of him, you, you can put what, Prime? You, you putting Dion ahead of him, and then who? Like, just, just savages. Just, and I'm not talking quarterbacks, because that... They're like quarterbacks are athletes, but I'm talking about just straight up players. Tom Brady, Tom Brady may be the greatest player of all time to me. Now I'm talking, I'm not even gonna say player. He he's the the greatest quarterback of all time to me because of course that's my favorite uh, quarterback because he was for the Patriots and all that. So I, I'm biased, but other people gonna say Montana and all that. That's great because they affect the game better. Like uh Dion, Dion can only do so much. I prime prime gonna shut one side of the field down. Okay. One side of the field taken away, prime. We just gonna throw to the other side. Or even though you got him set up right there, I'ma send him on a go route and hope that you stay with him. I'ma hope that you stay with him. That way I can throw underneath you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Even though Prime can go so, he can cover so much distance. He can he can do it all. But even though you can do that, I'm going I'm to I'm either I'm gonna go to the other side of the field or I'm going to make it where you have to deal with that receiver right there that you're dealing with so much that I'm going to just throw a, like a five-yard underneath pass whenever I go to that side. That's it. It ain't going to be nothing deep because Prime going to pick it. and ain't going to. So Lawrence Taylor changed the the fucking football game. He he changed it. He changed it. Left tackles are highly paid now. They made a movie about because Lawrence Taylor. Blindside. Of course it was about Michael Orr, but what she said. What what Sandra Bullock was saying. Of course, the quarterback is the highest paid one on the field. But what they don't know is that the left tackle is probably the second highest paid because you got to deal with platinum rushers. And Lawrence Taylor was fucking unblockable. He's um, When he wants to disrupt anything, he's unblockable. So then what you tell me? You, you going to tell me a quarterback better than that? Because you affect the game, you you got the ball in your hands constantly. So you 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 gonna throw? You gonna you gonna 
and they can stick three people on you at the time. You can hurry up and get it out your hands. You can do things to, to like, go away from those people. <clears throat> That's what you can do. So, I, I'm just saying, player-wise, I think it's either Lawrence Taylor or Prime, but... That that's just me, bro. Cause I can't. The quarterbacks. Now I I think quarterbacks deserve their own class. And I believe Brady sits on top of that, end all be all. But you you can't. You, Lawrence Taylor was too much of a fucking savage. He was too much of a fucking savage. That I'm gonna just sit here and just be like, ah, ah regular Degler. No, no. I'm sorry. And then Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice. Jerry, I'm I'm sorry, Jerry. I almost forgot you, and that that's a problem. But then you got Randy Moss and T.O. right there, so you got problems deal with your own right there, Jerry. You know what I'm saying? So with that, I don't even know how I got on that topic, but <laughs> it happens. It happens. Uh, sports right now. I before I'm recording this, I just seen that James Harden got traded to the Nets, so. There's that I I can't blame Houston because they really honestly they got a good amount for them. Like they they got a whole bunch of pig basically kinda the shit that they lost, they kinda got back. So I can't even I can't even hate on that because as a GM you did an amazing job. For a nigga that didn't want to be there, to to because honestly, if I'm them, if I'm if I'm the person trading with you, I'm trying to save every bit. That oh you you want Karis Levert? I nah nah you not getting Karis Levert. You getting some other trash nigga that you don't even know. And I'm gonna give you you want you want six picks? Nah, I'm gonna give you four. Because I see how you playing, I see that you want to get rid of him. So now I'm gonna try to fuck with you and be like, nah, nah. But give the man credit; he did great to his job. And James Harden is up out of there. Now, what will he do in uh, with the Nets? Because the Houston now has a uh, Victor Oladipo because they gave uh, Karis LeVert to Indiana. But what what they gonna do next with the Nets? I have no idea, because Kyrie Irving out here wild. Like, he out here wild. I don't know what Kyrie doing. Excuse me, I don't know what Kyrie doing. Because that, it, it's just like, okay. Okay, I don't, I don't know if he going through some shit. He could be going through some shit. So, let me not say nothing about that. He could be going through some shit. So, we just going to let that be what it is. But, man. Brooklyn, Brooklyn got a squad, but they ain't gonna beat them Lakers. You know why? Because they building this shit on the fly. You got all that firepower, right? I know James starting to play defense now and all that. Yeah, you got all that firepower, but guess what? I got Anthony Davis and LeBron James. Alright? I got Anthony Davis and LeBron James. They can give me 50 if they need to. They can give me 50. They not anybody on your team can give you fifty two, but hey, that's a lot of ball to go around. That's a lot. So all I'm saying is, 
Anthony Davis and LeBron work together. Now, y'all know I'm not the biggest LeBron fan. Kobe Bryant, my guy. But in this situation, let's get it popping. You just want a chip, LeBron James, let's get another one. Because need that. Need that. Like, constantly. Deshaun Watson wants out of Houston. Not surprised. Houston garbage. Just to let y'all know, you should know that when J.J. Watt was trying to get up out of there and still is trying to get up out of there. Come on, bro. Andre Johnson came out talking about that's where careers go to die. That's to, that's to let you know when this dude was talking about some in, inmates run the prison. Like, what are we talking about? You you looking at the black people. The league is predominantly black. And you talking about inmates. That means telling me you want to put me in prison. That you think I'm not nothing but a prisoner. Come on, man. Get out of here with that. Nobody ain't playing with you. I wish they... Bro, I... Boy, if... I wish the Patriots would trade for Deshaun Watson. But honestly, I wouldn't want Deshaun to... I, I would love to have Deshaun Watson. I was about to say something stupid, but I, I didn't mean it. I would love... <laughs> I would love to have Deshaun Watson. But I would love to have Deshaun Watson and then give me... Then... The Patriots got to go out and get, like, receivers. Because these niggas we got are trash. But, I, honestly, he, he should have won out of Houston. And they they think they plan. If they if they can trade with uh with Jacksonville, you, you always trade. You always trade for the proven commodity over what you think somebody. Because how Deshaun is literally, I, I think... Uh, Deshaun is the Michael Jordan of football right now. That's what Deshaun Watson is. I don't know if y'all know that, but that's what Deshaun Watson is. He's the Michael Jordan of football. Anytime Deshaun Watson's down, he can bring you back. Who is he throwing to in Texas? Nobody in Houston. Not one. Not one fucking person. But you, you have to think about it like this. Anytime it is a franchise quarterback there that is proven. Deshaun is probably a top three best quarterback in the league. And he's not three. Patrick Mahomes is is I me, I take Deshaun over Patrick Mahomes. You know why? Now Patrick Mahomes has the best gun in football. He he does. That that arm is a fucking rifle. I it it is. It is. He can make any throw and all that. And so can Deshaun. But the reason why I picked Deshaun is because of his decision-making ability. The only thing, because Patrick Mahomes is a fucking gunslinger, dog. And I like it. I like, he reminds me of Brett Favre. He reminds me of Brett Favre. I like Brett Favre. That's my brother's, like, favorite quarterback is Brett Favre. Who didn't love seeing Brett Favre? Fucking scramble around out there and then making plays. Who didn't love to see that? He looked like, I remember people always go back to, he looked like he having so much fun out there and all that. Yeah, because he is. And Patrick Mahomes is that type. He's a gunslinger. And as you can see, you can hear the stuff. In the studio, they making, they trying to make some heat. You know what I'm saying? They trying to make some heat. But let's, let's see. Deshaun Watson is a, I think, make better sense because Patrick Mahomes knows he has that arm, that fucking cannon, that rifle of an arm. 
that he's like, you know what? I got it. So any play, look when he made that 20, he he took a 20-something yard sack. Just look at that. You think Deshaun Watson's about to take a uh take a 20-something yard sack? He's not. He's not. Sorry to tell you. That's why I pick him because any not Patrick Mahomes may have a mm, a little bit of a stronger arm than Deshaun Watson. Like Patrick Mahomes probably can throw like what 80 yards or something like that. Deshaun probably can throw about 65-70. So you talking about a 10-yard gap. I right, I take that because what you know about Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes in in the clutch they're great, but Deshaun Watson he does not turn the ball over like Patrick Mahomes. I think his decision making is better than Patrick Mahomes because he he's been having to do it so much just with nothing and to be being able to just go with nobody around them. Because Patrick Mahomes has all those weapons, he's like, man, I can get it to them and they're going to get it. Like Deshaun is like, nah, nah, I'm going to just take the loss right here and let's go. And I think that's what makes him better than Patrick Mahomes. I, only the decision make is not off. It's not off bad. Like that ten yard makeup that Mahomes has is. That's probably the the ten yard makeup in the decision making. But the difference is, you may be able to throw that bitch eighty yards, and he may be able to throw seventy. But he's gonna throw what? He's not gonna give the defender a ability to catch two to three picks a game. Patrick Mahomes is. You just got hold. You just got hold on to the ball. He gonna give you an opportunity to pick him off. It's just in his nature. He's a gunslinger. It's in his nature. He gonna try to fit every throw, and he he's gonna try to fit every throw that he believes he can make. And with that arm, he believes he can make a lot of throws, which he can. Not saying he can't, because he can. And because he can, he's like, I can make that shit. And when when he doesn't see the defender, and he believes that he can make that throw, and then the defender ends up just smacking the ball down because he can't catch it, that is a turnover play, but it's really not a turnover play because the nigga didn't catch it. So Patrick Mahomes then skates with no no picks. But even though he done threw about two that game, we gonna look back at the stats and we're gonna say, yeah, no pick, no pick, no pick. We're gonna talk about games where he ain't through no interceptions. That just is what it is. And respect to him, but also you gotta look at the fact that Deshaun, Deshaun ain't got no weapons. Deshaun out here just he just out here just living life and trying to get it done. And the shit ain't working. He he stuck with nothing and dealing with some bullshit and I would want out of Houston too. Because Houston fucking garbage. He Houston Houston fucking trash. And they they was trash like Bill O'Brien hold them. I don't know if Bill Belichick sent him in there to hold these niggas, but he hold them. Texans was on the up. And Bill O'Brien came there and just was like, nah, y'all going this shit, baby. Y'all going this shit. Hey, Bill Belichick, you may have something now. I don't know. But that's it for today, people. i see y'all next time in the studio because we in the studio now and all that. 
next time I gotta bring two mics because I got this mic recording on my laptop and I got this one straight to the phone so I, I gotta I gotta use uh another mic but hopefully everything is run smooth again. I see y'all next Wednesday or or Tuesday. It doesn't really matter, does it? It doesn't y'all gonna see me. So it don't matter. Hey, peace and love to y'all. And I was nothing but the best for all y'all. And we gotta talk some stocks next time too because I'm almost I'm this close to doubling my investment into the stock market. So yeah, everything's working right now. So I'm that close and when I double that investment, boy, I'm up. I'ma just start throwing money in there. Like a little bit and then I'ma put it back in the market and keep going. You know what I'm saying? Hey, y'all have a good one. Be blessed. Do y'all thing. Love.